Entrepreneur Weekly interviews the brilliant leaders of today in order to provide a stepping stone of wisdom on the journey to personal business ownership. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. So when I was growing up, we used to watch TV as a family. And there was a family show on that the whole family liked. It was called the, the Donnie and Marie Show. Donnie and Marie Osmond. And recently, I had a chance, an, an odd chance, and you know, as, as we say in life, there's no mistakes, no by accidents, everything happens on purpose. I had a chance to meet Doug Osmond, one of the Osmond family members. The oldest Osmond is Alan Osmond, and I always liked Alan Osmond because he spells his name the same as me, A-L-A-N. And his son, Doug Osmond, is on the line with us today, who is a businessman and a philanthropist. He was also part of this, of course, musical family, and he and his brothers decided they needed to perform like their dad and their family members, and he is now a recovering boy band member. Here he is, Doug Osmond. How you doing, Dougie? <laughs> oh, Alan, you are funny, man. I'm doing great. How are you, my friend? Dude, when you and I met, we met at an event. I started a company with my buddy Randy Garn and Tiffany Peterson. It's called Transmedia Partners. And we decided to invite each of us, a handful of our friends, so that our friends could meet each other. Each of our friends, like I have five friends, Randy had five friends, Tiffany had five friends, and then it turned into like 75 people. Don't ask me how that happened. But Doug is one of the guys that showed up. And I, I looked at you and I go, there's something familiar about this guy. Because you look like one of the Osmonds, as you should, because you are. But, uh, it's I all the teeth, man. It's all those teeth. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you were there with your, with your lovely wife, who I liked a whole bunch more than you, by the way. And so, <laughs> I like her more than me, too. So that's good. I understand that. <laughs> oh, but we got talking. And when I found out what you were doing, I was like... Dude, please let me help. And we're going to yeah. get into that. But before we do, I'll just tell people what it is. It's called fightthenewdrug.org. You're going to find out about that in the next segment. But let's talk about this guy, Doug Osmond, recovering oh, boy band. And then I see you on Facebook with, like, Justin Timberlake and Wahlberg and yeah. a bunch of – look at you <laughs> hanging out with all the big guys, right? Well, they're good dudes, man. They're awesome. So we've been blessed to meet a lot of great people and a lot of talented musicians through the years. And it's so nice and refreshing when you meet someone who's at the top of their game and yet they're just still so down to earth. So, yeah, I was with Justin Timberlake and his wife, Jessica, last week and just amazing people, well, incredible people. But it's been fun you know, through the years growing up on the Donnie Marie show. I mean, you you, you run into some people. It's pretty cool. It's just so. totally cool. And here's the deal. I've never met your aunt or uncle. I've never met anybody well, we but you. We didn't fix that, by the way. No, I we know. Didn't fix I, that, Alan. But you know what? I have always liked them as people, too. I mean, it's like, you know, when I was growing up, I'm the same age as your Uncle Donnie. And I, I thought to myself, that's the kind of people I want to be. I, I want to have a great relationship with my family because family is so important mm -hmm. to me. I have four kids plus one extra that I kind of, you know, adopted away. He just he got dropped off at a at a birthday party when he was like ten years old. He's like twenty three now. I still have him. He's he's, he's mine. So I have five kids <laughs> in essence. But you have five children, and I love this little yeah. thing here. It says. Uh, he says, when you're not hanging with your beautiful wife, children, and camping, or you're aimlessly wandering through the aisles of Costco, which that's me. <laughs> <It's> like, 
<laughs> I go, oh, Costco, yeah. We love Costco, man. Who doesn't need Costco. five gallons of pickles? I got to have them right now, you know. Oh, bring them on, man. Bring it on. <laughs> I love it. So we started talking yeah. about Fight the New Drug, which when you told me what it was, which I'm going to ask you to give me the elevator pitch on Fight the New Drug, and then we're going to talk about it on the other side, I was once again blown away by by the Osman people because, you know, it's like you folks just like doing good deeds in your lives. And I love that. So give us one minute on Fight the New Drug. Fight the New Drug is an organization that is non-political, non-religious. We talk about the facts, about the harmful effects of doing pornography. And it's, it's an amazing organization. We we like to share all this information with people and let them decide for themselves. You know, we're not out to try and ban pornography. We're not out to, to shame people who view pornography. But what we want to do is educate the masses on the fact that, you know, when you view pornography, you know, this is what's going to happen, you know, scientifically proven. So we, we, we recite lots of different studies and different things like that. And it's, right. it's been an amazing, amazing um, journey for us. Well, hold tight. On the other side, we're going to talk about a documentary you guys have made and yep. human trafficking and porn and all this stuff and how you guys are raising money to do good things. That's yes. what the Osmonds do. We'll take a little break. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now I'm a believer. Stay tuned. There's more Entrepreneur Weekly after these messages. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. And joining us right now is my friend Doug Osmond, Director of Nonprofit Development for fightthenewdrug.org. Doug Osmond, yes, one of the Osmond families from the famous musical family, and the family that for the last, geez, I'm going to say 50 years that I'm aware of, has been a good example to us in this world. And uh, I certainly appreciate that. I'm now happy to call Doug my friend, and I want to expand that by helping with this issue and huge problem we have in this world pornography fight the new drug what is the genesis of this this organization where did it start thanks again alan for having me on man yeah. this is it's a great show so great music too by the way so <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> the fight the new drug started 10 years ago by a guy named clay olson and he had three roommates so the four guys got together and they started discussing the different ways that pornography had affected their lives in one way or another and they wanted to, like, share with the world, you know, the harmful effects of it and what's happened with it. So they literally started a Facebook page 10 years ago, and it has since then grown into this nonprofit organization that now has over 4 million followers on Facebook alone. Wow. And we have fighters all over the world. We call them fighters who, who stand up for, you know, the harmful effects and want to explain and educate the world. Our website, which is really funny, has been accessed by every country on the planet except for North Korea, which is kind of hilarious. But, wow. So we've been seen literally all over the world, and it's, it's an amazing organization. It's a non-religious, non-political stance. 
It's all science-based, and it's an amazing organization. I'm so honored and humbled to be part of it. God, uh, God bless you for that. So you guys made, I think you said, a three-part documentary when I was talking to you earlier. Something about yes. brain, like the brain's in your head, heart, the heart, of course, the heart that beats in your chest, and world. Yep. Give us two minutes yep. on that. So we wanted to make a documentary where people could understand the harmful effects and how it affects the brain, how it affects the heart, and, and relationships, and then how it affects the world. And it's an amazing documentary. If you go to brainheartworld.org, you can actually view this documentary for free, which is great. But we go through the steps and the science behind what happens to the brain and what it does to relationships. And with the world, we actually connect the dots on how pornography is literally fueling human trafficking and how by participating and viewing this and consuming it, you're participating in that in one way or another. And so... Again, we're not out to shame anybody. We're not out to try and ban anything or do any political moves. That's not, that's not what we're here for. We just want to educate people to say, consider before consuming, right? And it's been an amazing effect on people. I've had several people message me after they've watched the documentary, and they've said, you know, we didn't realize, we didn't know. Thank you so much for educating us. We will never look at porn again. You know, it's pretty awesome. Wow. So. It's been an amazing result so far, and we're just getting started. So, you know, everyone needs to go check it out and watch it and let us know what they think. All right. Once again, brain, heart, world. Brain like the brain in your head. Heart like the heart in your chest. World like you want to be on the world but not of the world. Brainheartworld.org. Fightthenewdrug.org. Doug Osman joining us who is a businessman and a philanthropist. He's also part of that musical family, and he did music. And it was part of a boy band and actually toured. Who did you tour with, by the way? So we got to work with guys like New Kids on the Block, yeah. Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch, <laughs> Cover Me Bad, of course, the Osmonds, the Beach Boys, Alabama, wide variety of bands all across the board. And it's it's been so awesome and, and such a great, great life. I've had such a blessed life. So awesome. I want to do good, and that's why I'm where I'm at today. So, you know what? Isn't that nice? Th therein lies the give back right there. The being able to say thank you to your creator by giving something back. And when you face the guy upstairs and he says, all right, what'd you do? You can tell him with pride, I tried to change the world by educating them about something that is just so horrible that somehow right. seems wonderful. But no, there's scientific proof. And that's what they brought to the table. When we come back. We're going to talk a little bit about human trafficking and porn. And then we'll have another guest about... Money ripples, how the ripple effect of doing good with your money changes the world. This show should change the world. It is Entrepreneur Weekly. We'll be right back. There's more Entrepreneur Weekly after these messages. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. You know, pornography is one of those crazy things. It kind of floats out there like a fog. And I think most most everyone in the world wonders about it. I think in our heart of hearts, we know it's not good. 
It's just not good. Doug Osmond is with us. He's the director of nonprofit development for fightthenewdrug.org. And they have a documentary if you want to see it, brainheartworld.org. A businessman and a philanthropist doing good things, raising millions of dollars, raising five beautiful kids with a beautiful wife, wandering around in Costco when he's not working. I love that. I love that about you. You nailed it, man. You nailed it. I love it. Um, but so human trafficking and porn, and this is some serious stuff. And the reason right. why today I wanted to talk about it is because I have the autonomy to talk about whatever I want on this show. Thanks to entrepreneur media and all those folks there. But the reason why I'm talking to you about it is because you are a businessman. You have done well in your life, and yet you still have to continue. You have five kids to make money and to do good things, and you have choices to make. And you and I have talked about this in the short time we know each other. Temptation comes from every direction to go, you know, to leave this job and go do something that's more money but not as rewarding, you know, that will enrich you and glorify you with more cool things but not make your soul bigger and better and make the ripple effect. We'll be talking about money ripples after this, but the ripple effect of your deeds in this life. So I believe that you as an entrepreneur are taking your talents and putting them to good use. And I wanted to salute you and say thank you because you, you. are an important person in this fight of the fight, the new drug.org because you're using your celebrity just a little bit to help people go, wow, look, he's, he's saying it ain't good. You know, and you're not trying right. to, I love the fact that you guys aren't trying to shame anybody. It's like we get shamed right. and then we, we walk away. We're like, oh, I don't want to be shamed anymore. You know what? All you have to do is give people the information, the facts and the figures, and they can make decisions for themselves. You don't have to shame. Exactly. Shame doesn't do any good. Shame is an ugly right. thing. But what helps people is to be educated, to make the right decision on right. their own. That to me is called grace. And that's what you guys are right. doing. All right, let's talk about this just a little bit. You oh, said something you. during the break, human trafficking and porn. But you said, I want to hear that statement you made during the break. I've worked with an organization before this one where we actually went undercover and rescued kids sold into sex slavery. And I've, I've seen the underbelly of that world. It is absolutely horrific. And one of my friends that's still working with that organization reached out to the Ukrainian government this past week and asked them, what can we do as a country, as the United States, to help Ukraine fight human trafficking? And their response was, America needs to fix their porn problem. Period. It was like, okay, drop the mic, we're done. They get it. They understand how much it's fueling that industry how they use pornography to groom children, how they film these kids and then sell them as consenting adults. I mean, there's, we could go into a hole. We could go down forever and talk about this issue. But in a nutshell, it is an epidemic that is fueling human trafficking. And we can all agree that it's not okay to, to traffic anybody. No. So that's another reason why I love being with Fight the New Drug is we are at the fighting the fuel, fueling this. Mm. You know, we're trying to cut that off. So. It's a crazy deal. And people just don't know. That's the thing that, that I love most about this organization is we want to educate them. We want people to understand what they're participating in. And the, most people don't know. And so that's the cool thing that we get to do is educate them. And once they realize it, I mean, people in general are good. They're amazing people and they want to do good. And, and it's awesome to see the change in people making the decision on their own that, oh, okay, well, I didn't realize that. So therefore, I'm not going to consume this anymore because I don't want to 
you know, help participate in that type of a business or anything like that. So you said I love educating people. And that's why you guys made the documentary brain heart world. Correct. Because there is an effect on the brain. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, that educational piece is very important. So you guys listening out there, go to brain, like the brain in your head, brainheartworld.org. Watch this documentary. How can people fight with you, the fightthenewdrug.org? What do you need from us to help people fight yeah. alongside? So the biggest thing we need, obviously, is donations. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. We're trying to educate the masses. It's not cheap. So any donation is is much appreciated. It's, it is a tax write-off. You get all those benefits. If you can't afford to donate, be a voice. You know, share our message. You know, post our blogs and our stories that we put out there online. And whatever you can do. And, and you know, just be part of this movement. Be part of the fight. And together, I'm telling you, the power of one is so powerful. And then you multiply that by others. And when you have, you know, millions of people standing up for something that is good and something bigger than themselves, we change the world. And it's so exciting. Mm. So exciting. It's just good stuff. Well, I am honored to call you a friend. I want to help. And that's why the first thing I could do is to have you on the show to tell the world about yeah. fightthenewdrug.org and your documentary, a little bit about you and your fun <laughs> life that you've had. And, and just say congratulations for being involved in a great organization. Please tell the folks at fightthenewdrug.org that I support them. Um, I've been very awesome. fortunate in my life to have had family and parents that showed me a better way in life so I didn't have to go that way. I've been married 32 years with the same woman, 38 years, and I hope to finish my life well with her, being honorable all the way with her. Doug Osmond, Love thank it. you, brother. Appreciate it. You're a good man. All thank right. you, Al. I appreciate your time. Thank, thank you so you. much. Coming up next, Money Ripples, the ripple effect of doing good with your money. We'll be right back. Are you paying too much for business insurance? Do you have critical gaps in your coverage? Entrepreneur Insurance can help you find out. In 6 out of 10 policies, business owners are paying too much for property, general liability, or workers' comp insurance. Entrepreneur Insurance can help you identify ways to save and any gaps in coverage. Head to entrepreneur.com slash insurance to complete the questionnaire and get a personalized quote. It's an easy way to find out if you're paying too much. Again, that's entrepreneur.com slash insurance. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. So our next guest up, his name is Chris Miles. He's a cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Uh, He's a leading authority on teaching entrepreneurs and professionals how to quickly free up and create cash flow today so they can spend time doing what they love the most. Chris Miles also has a book, Beyond Rice and Beans. Chris, what do you mean an anti-financial advisor? What the heck? (laughs) You know, every financial advisor tells you that you got to save everything, spend nothing, and especially if you're in business, they think that business is risky, right? They think that if you put money into business, it's a gamble. You never know if you're going to make money. 
But the truth is, if you look at real wealthy people around today, they all have a business in common. They're all business owners. The wealthiest people in the world are all business owners. But financial advisors are telling you to not do that. They're telling you just to throw money into something you can't control, into stock markets and things like that, where you have no control, and you just hope and pray that something works out for you. Right. And and that's why. It's like I teach the opposite of that. I teach more what's actually friendly for business owners is invest first and foremost in your business. And then secondly, anything that creates more cash flow so that you can work in your business because you want to, not because you have to. MoneyRipples.com is your website, and that's your company. Cash flow expert, what kind of experiences have you had that have led you to become a cash flow expert? Yeah, I'll tell you, over the last, uh, especially 17 years of being in business, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, like I've actually been able to be financially independent so I could retire twice, once in 2006 when I was 28 years old. Wow. Um, actually, by doing the opposite advice of financial advisors, so focusing on cash flow instead, right? And then again, because I went through the Great Recession, so I went through that, went $16,000 in the whole each month, went a million dollars in debt. So I basically went from millionaire to upside down millionaire. It seemed like overnight, but it was within a few years, right? And then came out of the recession, didn't file for bankruptcy, but came out, had to uh, figure out how to dig out of my hole with no money and no credit and basically create from seemingly nothing and was able to be, again, financially independent starting in December of 2016, hmm. you know, and this is with you know, eight kids with a blended family. So, oh, I mean, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> talk about that's insult to injury right there. I mean, wow, that, that, that's like, talk about pressure. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'll tell you the second time around was a lot harder than the first time. That's for sure. <laughs> first time I had two kids, you know, two little kids. And right. Yeah. The second time around, I've got kids between three and 15. So it's, you know, you, when you got teenagers, you know, you've had kids. Yes. So. It's a drain on the financial system, I'll tell you that. No, but, uh, I, and you know what? Awesome. I didn't kill my kids. I actually still have them. So it's not that I had them. I still have them. <laughs> and now I have grandkids <laughs> on top. No, I get it. That's funny. Well, so a cash flow expert, what does a cash flow expert actually do? I basically look for ways to improve people's cash flow. I mean, everything from the money that's there and available, right? Because, you know, I get entrepreneurs all the time that say, hey, like, I know I'm making good money, but where's it all going? Like, I should be better off than I actually am. And, you know, there's a lot of financial people telling you, hey, just scrimp together whatever you can get and save and all that kind of junk, right? But I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, well, where's the cash? Like, where's the cash been going? You know, so it could be monthly expenditures and things like that. But it could also be ways to make more income in your business or even create passive income outside of your business and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically look for ways to find and free up cash and then be able to you know, create with it. You know what's funny about entrepreneurs is that they have that squirrel disease where they, you know, all of a sudden they go squirrel, you know, like a dog does when you're taking it for a walk. Yep. You know? And they forget to actually stay on track and be conscious of their cash flow because cash flow in itself is important. But if you don't make sure that you're bringing in more than that's going out the back door, then you're screwed. And what happens is the squirrel exactly. effect happens. You know, we're, we're staying pretty pretty good. You know, we're, we're on track. Everything's going good. All of a sudden, squirrel, here comes a new business opportunity or a new, you know, whatever it is that you can spend money on that all of a sudden you didn't really look close enough. And that's another thing. We entrepreneurs have blind spots. Successful ones get over those. You know, they get a good pair of glasses. And a lot of times we have to fall down onto our knees and go, oh, my God, what have I done? I mean, you've experienced that. Like you said, you were able to retire twice, and you're only, what, 41 years old. The second time was harder because you had eight kids, but 
isn't it nice if we can actually retire once and stay retired? But it doesn't always happen that right. way. See, how you deal with adversity is really the proof of the character of the man or woman. Because remember, a kite rises against the wind rather than with it. And the winds of adversity, man, they'll take you all over the place. So you really have to get focused. And I have to imagine Money Ripples. Let me ask you about that. What is that name, Money Ripples? Yeah, you know, it was actually one of those names when I was, I was trying to relaunch and, and rebrand after I split from a partnership about seven years ago. And I thought, okay, what am I going to call my company? And I went for a jog, and I started like thinking of the ultimate vision I had. And I, I thought of the individuals' lives I'd helped, because I helped especially a lot of chiropractors and dentists and other business owners like that. And I thought, what is it that I really do? And I thought about those individuals' lives and how some of them would free up like $6,000 a month, right? Or I remember one case, it was like 300000 that year, you know, like, and, you know, and, and everywhere in between, right? And I thought about that ripple effect in their lives, like how it not only blessed them, but it blessed their children. It creates a new legacy for generations beyond them. It affects their community, the country, and ultimately it creates a ripple effect across the world. Mm. And that's where the name popped in my head, like, bam, money ripples. Mm. And uh, I remember I was out for a run in the morning. I was like, I got to get home and find it, see if that name's available. Found it online with like, Seven ninety five, you know, seven bucks. So I was like, "Hey, buy it. We got this thing." And oh. and uh, and that's kind of what it is. It's really that ripple effect I'm trying to create to create freedom, prosperity, and, and cash flow right now, so that you know when people work in their business, they do it because they love it, not yes. because they feel like they have to make a buck. Beautiful. All right, we'll take a little break. I've got uh, I will survive playing in the background here. Because at the end of the day, entrepreneurs, that's that that's the motto. I will survive. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, how you can go from working 50 to 60 hours a week, which would be a light week for me, to 10 to 20 hours a week and nearly 10x your business. How the hell do you do that? I want to know. Uh, Chris Miles from MoneyRipples.com may be able to help you do it. We'll be right back. It's Entrepreneur Weekly. Just turn around now because you're not Stay tuned. There's more Entrepreneur Weekly after these messages. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Talking with Chris Miles, cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. I like the cash flow expert because who doesn't need to 10x their business while working a third as much? So Chris Miles, you hopefully have some advice for our listeners. Entrepreneurs always searching, searching, searching scouring the land for answers and i like money ripples it's really the ripple effect of of earning and keeping money to be able to have it like you said bless your family and all those around you that's right so how do we go from working 50 to 60 hours a week to 10 to 20 hours a week while 10xing our business give me that you know it's funny because everything i've learned has been from experience right (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the best way I can learn and teach from. I can't teach from something I have never learned. And, you know, like I said, like I've been through the thick and the thin, like I went through horrible times, right? And I'll tell you, like the thing that got me to be financially independent again by 2016, even though I had to, you know, crack a much bigger nut with a bigger family, the big thing really is I had to figure out like, 
I don't know, like, what expenses I have are really productive, right? And this is not the whole latte factor you might hear some people teach, right? This is not about being cheap, living on rice and beans, because I'm anti that. I'm actually about enjoying your life today, but also being a wise steward of your resources, right? Yeah. And so, so one, of course, is, is really actually paying attention to both your income and expenses, or your revenue and your expenses in your business, and at home, too. Like, paying attention to both. And I'll tell you that people in scarcity, which is almost everybody, right? If you're a spender, you tend to pay attention to your income but ignore the expenses. But the opposite is true, too. Savers are the opposite. They look at all their expenses, but they don't look at the income-producing side. And you've got to have both. There's got to be the equal balance of both. And so I'll give you an example. Like, I have one client where, you know, for her, I mean, spending money wasn't, it was pretty easy. You know, she did it quite a bit. She even told me, she says, you know, I would pay attention to my numbers, but... Honestly, I, I don't have enough time. Like, I'm so busy as a graphic designer. I'm spending 50, 60 hours a week. And I said, well, you don't have enough time to, to not look at this. Let's take a look. And so we looked at their situation, even just not even from her business, just from her personal life, right, from their family's life. And what we found, we found over 1500 bucks a month. Mm. And for her, I mean, I, I said, like, well, with hours, with what you work, what is that? She said, well, that's at least 10 hours right there. I said, there you go. Like, you're getting your life back. Seriously, just a few minutes a week of tracking your money. That's all it takes. You don't have to spend hours doing this stuff. You can seriously spend minutes every week tracking and then moving on with your life and doing what you do best, which is make money. And the thing is, when you relax, when you realize you don't need to make as much money because now you've, you've got your expenses under control, you're not just spending whatever you make, right? What happens is that you tend to relax. And when it comes to that sales conversation, you actually end up making more money. People become comfortable in their lifestyle they finally start making a few bucks, and then they start buying themselves the finer things of life. And I think we've all uh-huh. done it. The nicer car or two or three, the nicer home, the upgraded remodel to the kitchen that you thought was going to cost 30000 and you spent 70000 You know, And it's mm-hmm. because of every little decision you make that you are glorifying yourself for working hard and doing good in your life, but you forgot that... Those things can also become boat anchors. You know, having yeah. two or three really fancy cars. I've done it. I had 300000 bucks worth of cars in two cars sitting in the garage. Just sold one yesterday. It's like I can't drive two cars at once. My wife's got a car. I got two cars in the garage. I have another car that I like driving. Those cars were what I called my investments. You know, it's like it's because I was glorifying the fact that I had done pretty good in my life. Come on, I'm 59 years old. I should be able to have a few things, right? These are the excuses we make. But being mindful of at the end of the day, when the sun goes down and you you need to sit down for a few minutes and do a little scratching on a piece of paper and go, well, where am I actually? Instead of jumping into bed and going, oh, sleep, please sleep, take me away. <laughs> Right? Does that sound familiar <laughs> yeah. to a lot of you, right? So being mindful is what For you're sure. talking about. All right. Well, so what are some of the ways that you teach folks at Money Ripples? So I'll give you an example of another client here. This is a guy out in North Dakota, right? He was working his tail off, hardly spending any time with his family. Now, he wasn't a spender. He actually was somebody who was kind of responsible with his money. But he was so focused on the business that he was in, he really wasn't paying attention to, to all the other stuff moving around, right? He needed an outside perspective. And so we started looking at stuff. We started finding ways to free up on taxes, which, by the way, if you're an entrepreneur, there are so many ways to reduce your taxes, you know. But unfortunately, most accountants never teach you it. You know, they don't teach you that, hey, you could be paying your kids and writing that money off, or you could be 
paying for the use of your house and writing that money off too and take tax-free type of income. You know, there's lots of strategies there and I'm not an accountant, but there's tons there that I talk about. But then we even like refinanced some loans. We they consolidated some loans and did some stuff. And in total, we freed up 6000 a month. Ooh, and credit cards. And here's what, you know, here, here's what happens. Entrepreneurs, yeah. we. I have like right now, it's funny. I must have 10 credit cards and I use probably two of those credit cards mostly. And then I sometimes will have, you know, five or six of them maxed out. And I, I, I just take them out of my wallet and I set it aside. It's like, that's a really high interest loan. And so now I've started going, all right, let's pay that one off, cut it up and get rid of it because it's too convenient. We are a convenience store mentality world these these days. I don't know why it's just the way we've been brought up. We're going to take another break, come back and get some more advice on how to free up money, try and 10x your business. And we're talking with uh, Chris Miles, moneyripples.com. It's the ripple effect of as you save money and make money, there's a blessing on your family. That happens when you are uh, wise. That, yeah, that's it. Being wise. We'll take a break. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Discover unstoppable industry influencers who celebrate disruptive thinking and game-changing business strategies on Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. I think one of those guys is Chris Miles, cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. MoneyRipples.com is his website. We're talking about how you can nearly 10x your business if you use wisdom and you uh, seek good advice from wise people in this area a guy who is uh, retired twice at the age of 41 and helps people to save what looks like an average of 34,000 bucks a year anyway coming back to uh, how we work less earn more and uh, do the things we love chris our last segment here i'd love to get some pillars of advice but keep going with that guy he freed up six thousand a month what it did it got him to actually take breaks right I think that's the one thing as entrepreneurs is we don't allow ourselves the time to take it because we feel like we have to keep creating. And then we get trapped in the someday mentality of, hey, someday when I hit this goal or when I hit this income mark, whatever we think that might be, then I can take a break. Then I can focus on the family. You know, and I've been that guy. I I got caught in that trap and and that someday never comes, you know, and uh, and I have to get to a point where you finally just say, no, like, let me make the priority here. And I'll tell you, like, from both a business standpoint and a financial standpoint, the biggest thing I look at is what's the most productive use of my time, money, or resource. So let me give you another example. I had a guy out in the Midwest. He was 62 years old. His business had actually had done really well, but the last three years, he started to burn out. And maybe you guys have been there before where you start to get kind of tired of it. And he's like, okay, this is not a good track because of the track I'm on, I'm going to be stuck in my business forever. And so he came, came and he's like, what do we do here? You know, because I feel trapped. Now I'm just paycheck to paycheck my own business. I'm, I'm a slave. To, I've basically created a job. I own a job now. And I said, listen, like, let's, let's take a look. And we saw some things. And this guy was a very good saver. But we still found some things because even like with, with debt, right? You mentioned like credit cards. I get a lot of people that don't have credit card debt. Some of them are even debt free, but we can still find cash flow. 
And his situation was one of those where he said, hey, listen, you got this 500000 sitting in IRAs. Now, you would have a financial advisor tell you that you got to let this money sit here and stay there forever to retire. I'm going to tell you to take 100000 of this. We're going to use it and generate $50,000 extra cash flow a year guaranteed. Mm. You know, just by how we restructure some loans and things like that with mortgages and whatnot. I was like, we can free up $50,000 a year if we just use 100000 bucks." And he's like, well, how are we going to retire, Chris? I said, listen, $100,000 to make $50,000 a year guaranteed. That's or $4,200 a month. This is good. And it took his wife to finally slap him across the face and say, this makes <laughs> sense. You still got $400,000 left over, right? right? And so he did it. We freed up the $50,000 a year, the $4,200 a month. And the cool thing is he relaxed. He started to actually enjoy his business again. The passion, the fire came back. And ironically, the people, and actually, no surprise, the people that he would talk to started to say yes more. So his conversion ratios went up. He made an extra $2,000 a month on top of that. Right. So what it boils and down to, that doesn't count. Well, I can see what it boils down to is having somebody with a fresh set of eyes and kind of a playbook of all these opportunities that have helped others to make more money um, and being mindful of of your situation in life and in business and realizing you can either continue to sink in the quicksand that you've created for yourself, or you can actually reach out for a little bit of help. I see on your website, by the way, it looks like you've got kind of a one day thing. Can you talk about that for just a second before we end? Yeah, I kind of have like a, you know, really just an invite only type of thing that I do with people where I do my own intensives twice a year. And, you know, with that, it's really kind of something you kind of have to apply for. Right. It's not really something I invite everybody to, but it's mostly yep. my clients plus a few special guests. It's right. a really a mastermind to really creating more passive income, how we get you essentially out of the rat race because you want to, not because you have to. Right. And then tell us, give me 30 seconds on the book, Beyond Rice and Beans. Yeah, so Beyond Rice and Beans, that book is basically, it's kind of anti Dave Ramsey in a way. It's basically, how do we free up cash flow but not be cheap and have lives of mediocrity and crap? <laughs> so <laughs> it's really about, what are the top ways that myself, as well as hundreds of my clients, have freed up on average thirty-four thousand a year? And it's a nice, easy read with page breaks. It's like a full twenty-eight pages, so I mean, you can get through it. But the key is, you take action, you make money. Take action. Be mindful. Make it a priority. Get a fresh set of eyes on your business. Entrepreneurs do reach burnout every so often, and uh, sometimes we just need a kick in the butt. And guys like Chris Miles are there to do it. He's the anti-financial advisor. I like that one. Cash flow expert. Uh, again, his book, Beyond Rice and Beans, his website, moneyripples.com. Chris, thank you very much. Thank you. We all need that kick in the butt. I'm Alan Taylor. This is the uh, kick in the butt for the week. Entrepreneur Weekly. See you next week. This program is copied by Entrepreneur Media Incorporated.